Hello and welcome to episode 6. This episode is brought to you by my inability to sleep at a respectable time. Friday, everybody. I hope you're having a great day out there. This episode is a little bit more introspective. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about a topic a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners hear a lot. And I know the first time I heard it, I didn't really know how to make sense of it. And that is the phrase and the philosophy, it's just business. So we're going to dive into that and I'm going to share my thoughts and I want to hear everybody else's thoughts about, you know, what do that phrase, what, what do you hear when someone says that, especially when it's something negative or perhaps, you know, you use it as a explanation for something that you've done. So without further ado, let's get into it. So today's topic is a pretty, um, well, I guess for me, a pretty heavy topic. And that is this phrase that um, you probably hear a lot in movies, TV shows, uh, and sometimes in at the workplace. And that is, it's just business or something like, hey, don't take it personal. That's just the way business goes or something along those lines, um, whatever permutation or form it takes, I think the core uh, message is that whatever has happened to you, whether it is by myself or as a third party observer, what I see happening to you, you should not take it personal. You should not take personal offense or see it as a personal affront because, hey, this is just part of work. This is just part of this world. It is just part of whatever, X, Y, Z. Insert your specific work or business scenario here. Um, So I think the logic goes something like this. I see that X has happened to you. I see that you are reacting negatively to said thing and you should not react negatively because X that has happened to you is only within the context of Y. And that Y variable is business or or whatever, what have you. Sometimes we'll see this when a supervisor or whatever your boss is talking to you about Uh, Say something didn't go right. Say you had a a project proposal denied 
or you sometimes it's a pitch that is declined for some unexplained reason and you know the person will often say well hey you know what but it's fine don't take it personal it, it's just business and then they kind of just you know brush it off of their shoulders and expect you to do the same as you could probably surmise from my tone i don't necessarily agree with this um i i guess we could call it a philosophy i believe that that is a it is it is a coward's way out of accounting for or being accountable for their own actions and the feelings that they may that that may cause in a human being i think that such a phrase fundamentally denies another person their their humanity by trying to segment off a section where they cannot be fully human where you're essentially saying well any other circumstance you would be completely justified in feeling that however i'm going to use this random scenario that just happens to be work to try to explain to you why I don't think you should feel or react that way. So, you know, you have another person saying, okay, well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to presume to tell you how you should actually be. And there's where we get to that point of denying another person's humanity, denying them their agency in the work in the business context i think what really pisses me off about this is that for a person to say that they have to first recognize or empathize with that person in order to to see to perceive that that person is reacting negatively and then they make a conscious choice to devalue that reaction, thus for themselves justifying or vindicating their own actions or the actions of another. Um, I believe it's a sociopathic trait. You know, it, it's, it's like saying, hey, um, I know I just did this very bad thing um, that is not socially acceptable. However, it's okay because I've just absolved myself from any wrongdoing. That, you know, if, if anybody were to do that in any other situation, you would look at that person, especially when it comes to injuring or, or um, negatively affecting another person and say, you're a sociopath or, you're, or if you're not trying to diagnose somebody, you're, you're crazy. Like what? Why would you do that? That is wrong. So as an entrepreneur, there are many situations where you will come across um, or you will encounter opportunities to both be on the receiving end and the sending end of such a philosophy. And, you know, as I said in episode one, I'm not, I'm not here to preach at you. Um, that's probably <laughs> one of the more preachier moments um, one of the more preaching moments that I, I would have, 
but you know you you do have a choice in who to be how to be so that is one thing to consider um, in building your business owner identity will you choose to ignore those facets is that something that's important to you is it important to take into account others feelings um, a good counterpoint where it's not always um, advantageous to take into account as a pri priority another person's feelings is um, you know law practice a, l a lot of the time you know in law you have it, it's very hard because you have this struggle between what a person feels what a person perceives and what simply is what simply are the facts of a given circumstance and sometimes you need to tell somebody well while you may believe that that is simply not the case um, that's a good counterpoint to you know why I may think you know the phrase it's only business is 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 wrong you know consider um, a a lawyer who is advising a client that no um, you cannot just steal or embezzle or, or something I don't I don't know um, and now you are here because you are facing the consequences of that yes that person may feel like they are being wronged that they are being persecuted by those things um, but that is simply the case that you cannot just take what you want um, I think that's pr a pretty floppy analogy for for many reasons but I hope it at least kind of uh, elicits the point I'm trying to draw that there's you know it's not such a black and white thing it's not just you should never say it you should never hold that philosophy I think what I'm trying to say is that there is there's a time and place there is a time and place to be hard with air quotes there but that does not mean that because it looks cool when you see it in the movies that you should just go out and do it um, a lot of time you see these these hyper successful business people, you know, that will totally screw over somebody and then say, hey, but it's only business. And then they walk away all cool and it's like theme music. Um, it, you know, from firsthand account, it doesn't feel good. It does not feel good to tell somebody that because at the end of the night, um, you still go home and you still lay in bed and you have to deal with yourself. And you have to deal with, I said that to another person, I did that to another person. And I believe unless something is really broken in you, it, it stays with you. And so as you, as you walk down this road, which is certainly hard and certainly filled with gray areas of what should I do here? What should I do there? Was that right? Was that wrong? You really have to examine what or who it is you want to be what what you want to stand for and i think that's where you make that determination on when it's right and when it's wrong to 
hold that type of belief that this is only business. So you should not pay attention to, or you should not give such credence or, or gravity to another person's actions in comparison to, to your own feelings or thoughts. One thing to keep in mind as you embark on such a journey is the fact that you still are a person and you are becoming a person that has a business, but a person nonetheless. And that there will be times where you get frustrated that you are passionate about something. And I would venture to say that if you are not passionate about something, then why are you entering into entrepreneurship about it um, regarding whatever that topic is? So you will get upset. You will, you'll get mad. You will be angry. You will be sad. Um, you, you will run the gamut of emotions and that's just part of it. But, you know, don't deny yourself your humanity in doing that. Don't think that no, I can't be angry. No, I can't be mad, sad, furious because something didn't work out. Uh, you're still a person and you're going to have those feelings just because you are acting in the capacity of a business person does not mean that all of a sudden you can't have those feelings or that they're now magically prohibited. Um, I think that, you know, that's just lies people make up like you're going to have to write in cursive when you go to high school. It's BS. Um, it's, it's just part of that whole professionalism lie. Um, I think that being a professional is, is about being even keeled and knowing your stuff. Um, as you would see in almost any profession when you reach a level of mastery or or even genius in your craft uh, it comes with eccentricities you know it's just comes with the territory um, using football as an example have you ever seen a football player that was excellent at their craft and not a little weird, whether it was just strange. Not even football, sports. Dennis Rodman, weird as heck, but good. Um, <laughs> I'm a Broncos fan, sort of, kind of obligatory there, but um, Aqib Tlaib, he was good, but he had a temper. He was just weird, um, and you know that's um, that's just something that comes with it. So you have to keep in mind that. You know, all of these people accept their humanity um, and, and they roll with it and they make it work. They incorporate it into their craft, whether it's passion, whatever it is, they incorporate it into their, into their craft whether, rather than denying that part of them and only bringing uh, seven-eighths of themselves to their craft. They bring their whole person. So with that being said, um, 
actually, I have a story. So it's time for story time. The title of this story is When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. So during my time, when I was doing time at Walgreens, there was a specific night that I think a lot of people in Colorado will uh, remember. However, at the time I lived in Tampa, Florida, and I worked at Walgreens. Um, it was July 20th, and I was just doing my work, and then my, my phone rings. Eh, not going to answer it because I'm working. Phone rings again. Not going to work, or not going to answer it because I'm working. Phone rings again, and then a Facebook messenger, the little ping thing comes up. Then I get text message, text message, text message. So I'm thinking, oh, what happened? So I look, text message, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Hey, what's going on? Are you okay? So sneak away, and um, one of my, my best friend, Ashley, calls, and she said, hey, are you are you in Colorado or I know you live in Aurora um, long story short that was the night of the Aurora theater shooting um, now after that I started calling checking on my friends um, making phone calls back because a lot of people thought that I was still in Aurora um, so I, you know I, I excused myself I let people know where I was gonna be um, and you know I just started to take care of business call you know check in with everybody um luckily all of my friends all of my acquaintances um were okay for my brother um, not so much there were some people that um sadly did not make it that he knew um but you know that that was that night i remember um one of the i i forgot they have really goofy titles there but basically the, uh, I don't know how they've restructured, but the second, second in command kind of guy saw me um, making these calls um, kind of just real to myself. And he says, hey, what's going on? So I, I explained to him what happened. Um, and he says, and I will always remember this. He looks at me and says, so? why does that give you an excuse not to work? And I will never forget the look in his eyes because there was just the absence of everything. He could not, he could not just imagine why a person would take a second to check in and call friends and call family. Um, to make sure they were okay. And um, I remember going back the next day to get a write-up uh, for, for being on my phone um, while I was supposed to be working. So utilizing company time to make personal calls. And that is one that I fought and fought and fought with Walgreens. Um, just because it, it, it made no sense and, and I hope that they're embarrassed and ashamed um, that they would back somebody or whatever. Um, and we had that talk of, well, Kellen, one thing you have to understand if you want to be successful at this job 
<laughs> is that, you know, it's just business and people will say things that, you know, may be hurtful, but you just have to ignore it. Well, I chose not to ignore it. You know, that is not something that is excusable to me. That was something where people died. People that I went to school with died, you know, senselessly. And for me to take, I think it was about eight minutes to let people know I was still alive and to check and see if, you know, my cousins were still alive because I had just talked to them and they said they were going to see Batman that night. Um, I think, I don't know, I, it, it's inexcusable for somebody that is responsible as a leader of a business to forget that, you know, people are humans outside of work and to only see them as things that, you know, that are there for you to command. I, I, I think that's very inexcusable and reprehensible. Um, so it took a while actually, um, so I, I had that write-up on my record. I had a whole bunch of write-ups, um, mainly for standing up for myself. Um, never any cashiers, whatever, um, or anything that you would think is material to the job. Um, but I finally got to a point where I just sat the guy down or cornered him, really, and I was just like, I think you're a disgusting human being. I think that for you to not believe me during that moment and to choose to say, well, that's not an excuse to go back so, or to, to not be working right now, um, is really a reflection of your character. I know that here is just a stepping stone for me and I see you as a stepping stone, but this is something that you've chosen to make as your career. And I hope that you seriously consider who you are um, and maybe you change and I could still saw that same dead look in his eyes I, I don't know I believe that you know some people are truly sociopaths and I believe that I did encounter one there and I hope that he has not taken that any further I hope that I am wrong um, but you know that that was definitely a very Twilight Zone experience I, I don't know how many people can say that they've looked into another person's eyes and saw the absence of anything. Um, it, it's, it's very scary and it's, it, was, it was just weird. Um, <laughs> I think that night or a few nights after finally getting some closure on that battle, um, I, I remember going home and watching True Blood and it was like some gory scene and that was more comical than watching this guy completely ignore the fact that a whole bunch of people lost their lives and that, you know, people may be affected by that and that moving a box from point A to point B or the lack thereof for eight minutes is not that important. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was just strange. It was very strange. Um, yeah, it still gives me the chills. Just, just recalling that and, you know, bringing it forward today to today, that is something that I always remember and always try to incorporate to remember that as a leader, you have to have some sort of 
soul, some sort, some sort of purpose beyond just get, get to work. So that concludes story time and when keeping it real goes wrong. And that's all the time we have for today. Again, I hope you have a really great Friday and really think on and I want your feedback on what you think about, you know, these things. Um, this is definitely one of the heavier topics, but, you know, I, I really rely on everybody's feedback. I get a lot of verbal feedback, but, you know, there's always comments. Um, so for those of you that, you know, give me calls, um, you know, that I, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, for those of you that listen and um, have questions, try me, you know, you know, put something, post a comment and I will definitely respond. I, I really appreciate everybody's feedback again and your involvement in this. This is actually this episode six marks the first month of EVC. So I thank everybody that's listening. And until next time, this is Cal, and I will talk to you later.